May I speak in the name of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. When I was a small child, and I guess if I'm honest, a little after that, when I went to sleep, I always used to have to have a light on on the hallway outside my bedroom. The door could be almost closed. I didn't need to be able to see anything. I needed to be able to slightly discern shapes. But what I really needed to know was that the light was on. If the light was on, I could close my eyes and go to sleep. If the light was off, I couldn't. I tossed and turned and tossed and turned. And of course, there's something ironic about that, because when you close your eyes and go to sleep, all you see is darkness. And yet, I needed to know that there was that light. As I grew older, I'd close my door, and there'd only be that little thin strip at the bottom of the door. But still, I knew the light was there. And if I'm being totally honest, even when I go to hotels, when I travel these days, I leave on the shaving mirror in the bathroom, just so there is a spot of light that I know is there. Light is a central motif in the Bible. We hear it in today's reading. But I want to point out three other, two other readings and, of course, the Gospel reading that we have today. The very, very, very first words of the Bible are, In the beginning, God created heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light, and it was good. In today's reading, of course, we hear what has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. And then if we go to the very end of the Bible, to almost the last chapter of Revelation, when St. John is describing the heavenly city, he says, And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon to shine in it. For the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. And all the nations of them which are saved shall walk in the light of it. What we see in these three readings is God as light. In the beginning with the creation, what was formless and dark was given meaning and purpose by light. That was the first creation. Today in St. John's Gospel, we hear about the light again coming into the world, the light which was there from the beginning, but which has now come to be among us. The second creation, if you will. And then at the end of Revelation, what we hear about is the perfection, and again, the light which is there. And there is something which is, what? Hardwired into us, I suppose, about light. 
Do we think that light is good and dark is bad because those are the stories that we hear about it? Or do we tell ourselves those stories about light and dark because they speak to us so deeply? Last week in the message, this is the one part of recycling you're going to get, I wrote about a tomb in Ireland. In County Meath, there is a corridor tomb. And on the shortest day of the year, through a roof trap, on the winter solstice, the sun shines through, first through the corridor, and then illuminates the whole of the inner chamber of this tomb. This was built 5,000 years ago, Neolithic time, Stone Age, if you will. And yet to our ancestors, it was critical that at this time of year, they show that the light could triumph, that the light could come into the inner darkness and make it light. And the early Christians, our Christian forebears, cleverly, built on this structure of light and dark, of the middle of winter and of the coming of light. And therefore we have that at Christmas. We celebrate at this darkest time of the year the light which comes into the world. One of the most pervasive and strongest of the various heresies which seemed to obsess the early church was one called the Manichaean heresy. It grew out of Persia and Eastern Asia. But it was the idea of a fight between good and evil, between light and between dark. If you've ever read the Philip Pullman novels, you'll realize Manichaeism. It is the idea that God is not all-powerful, but that actually evil has a separate power itself. That light is not all-powerful. That darkness can overwhelm that. And yet that is not the Christian way. We believe that in the end, light will triumph. In the end, light will triumph. If you look at the story of the Bible, between that first creation of light and Jesus coming, a lot of not particularly good things happened. There were two exiles for the people of Israel. There were wars. There was greed. There was violence. There was anger, hatred, all of those things. And yet the light still came into the world. Since that second creation, God knows there's been a lot that's gone on which has not been good. And so we hold, to be sure, to that final hope, to that final light. But right now, here in the present, we're called upon to do two things. The first is, wherever we can, to be that light. That famous saying about not hiding our light under a bushel, we are meant to shine with the light of Christ. Elsewhere in the New Testament, St. Paul talks about us being children of light. That's the first thing. But the second thing that we have to do is to hold to that hope and to actually believe it. It is all too easy, trust me, I know this. It is all too easy 
to believe that darkness actually will overcome us, that there is no hope, and whether that's in life, or politics, or work, things seem overwhelming. And that's not to say that the light is going to break upon us and everything will be all right right now. But it is to say that that hope is there. If we can remember that, then it is the same as that light in the hallway outside my childhood bedroom. The light is there. You may not see it. You may feel the door is so firmly closed it'll never open again. But the light is there. And at the end, at the end, we shall come through the grace of God and the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus to that place where there is no longer a need for sun nor moon because we will live in the light of God. Amen.